Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Welcome to Stadium Bets, everybody. On Stadium, we are... Stadium Sports Betting Show podcast for your weekend bets on Saturday and on Sunday. He's Colby over there in the corner. Nate, Ben, and Monty, producer and director extraordinaire. Boys, we're uh, off to another week. We're really in the middle of every season thus far for football. How are we feeling? Pretty good. It was a pretty uh, a lot of unders last week with some bad weather. So yeah. looking to see uh, what we can do and a lot of injuries. So a lot of things to consider this week. How are you? Good. I have uh, something to say, something to get off oh, my chest. Boy. Right off um, the bat. It's about our friend over here, Mr. Nate Jacobson. On Friday, Friday, we were all betting on Stanford, Colorado. And we were like, oh, well, well, I'll take Stanford's points. I'll take Stanford's points. Nate goes, I'm taking the money line. You don't need the points. And they proceed to go <laughs> down 29 nothing at halftime. And we're all like, this was the dumbest bet we've ever placed. And then I woke up I woke the next up. morning and... I didn't need the points because they won. <laughs> Nate, you dirty dog. Yeah. What'd you get them at? Plus 450? I, it, it would have been a lot better if I waited till halftime. Let's just say that. That's yeah, true. With the yeah, boost, I love the that. line boost, mad. too. Only Nate could be mad about waiting to make a bet that you already hit on a major money line underdog. I love it. Congratulations. That's a big, that's a big win. It's a yeah. big win. Thank you. I took it personally. <laughs> All right. So let's... <laughs> Let's move on to the uh, probably the biggest game of the weekend. We've got uh, two marquee games in college football that we want to talk about. We'll start with Penn State and Ohio State. Nate, where are we looking? Ohio State comes in at home, minus 4.5. Uh, 45.5 is, is about the total, something like that. It has been dropping since the Open. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I'll have multiple bets in this game, but I'll just give the case here right now for the Penn State side. Penn State plus 4.5. Kind of the big clash of the Giants in the Big Ten East. We've been waiting to see how good Penn State, Ohio State, and, and Michigan are, and I think we're going to see how good the first two teams I mentioned are Saturday in Columbus. I think it's just pretty simple, liking Penn State plus four and a half. I don't think much separates these two teams. And also, if you look at Penn State's schedule, I know they haven't played anyone good, but they have to be focused in this game and super, super prepared. They had a bye in week six, and last week they had played UMass. So it's almost like they've had three weeks to prepare for this game. Give me Penn State plus the points. I wouldn't be surprised if they won. With Nate, I'm taking Penn State as well. I don't yes. think Ohio State has proven anything this year. I don't think that win against Notre Dame really means anything because I think they should have lost. Uh, neither has Penn State. So, But but hear me out. Penn State is also 6-0 and against the spread, which means they are overachieving and they're playing up to their potential. They beat Iowa 31-0. Ohio State really hasn't done anything. This is basically a game where we find out who's who. And I'm taking the points with the dog, so give me Penn State. I have a lot more to say about Penn State in the best bet section of the show. Oh, really? So all I'm going to say is a big part of this for me is the situation, Nate. As you mentioned, this is essentially a team coming off two bye weeks against UMass and then their actual bye week. I mean, they really did not play a lot of their starters in that game at home. They've been able to, what were we talking about, sleep in their own beds for the last two weeks with the bye and then the home game. They've been prepping for two to three weeks for this game, solely for this game. So I do like Penn State. 
Uh, and I'll take the points if they're defense. giving them to me. Woo, that defensive line. I love it. Another big game in college football. Tennessee, Alabama. Ooh. Alabama, eight and a half, total 49. Alabama, the uh, long long favorite at home. Are we trusting the Crimson Tide to cover a number here? I'm not trusting them to cover a number, but I am trusting their defense to keep Tennessee and, and hold Tennessee. And it's kind of crazy that my bet for this game is under 49. Because when these two teams met last year in Knoxville and Tennessee pulled off the huge outright upset, both teams combined for 101 points. So it is a little bit scary going (laughs) under the 49, but it's two very different teams in terms of who was that quarterback on both sides. Here you have Joe Milton and Jalen Milrow. And I know Tennessee won last week into A&M, and that was probably their marquee win. But they only scored 20 points and seven were on a punt return. So I still have a lot of questions about this Tennessee offense, like the idea of Alabama's defense confusing Joe Milton and just kind of making him, you know, play to his weaknesses. So I really like the idea of going under here. I could see Bama covering. If I had to pick a side, it would be Bama, but I do prefer the under 49 here, just like Alabama against Joe Milton a lot. Colby? Should we get like a little Brent Musburger soundbite of him just going, you're looking live here in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. You know my favorite soundbite. We're taking Alabama. Speaking of Tuscaloosa, taking Bama. I... Like I said last week, the Vols rely heavily on the run. Joe Milton isn't that guy. He's just not good. Alabama has a better defense, and I think the defense will hold the run game. They are almost averaging under or allowing under 100 yards per, on, per game on the ground. 12th, the best defense in scoring. I, I, guess, I guess I'll finally trust Jalen Milrow for the first time. I, oh, no. I, now you're saying you trust the quarterback. He, he never honestly, goes well I was looking us. at the stats. He has like improved throughout the season. Yeah, There's been is. some games where you're like, ooh, and then their last few games have been, all right, I guess I guess I can get down with this. Yeah, I, I don't know how much I fully trust him, but I think we can all agree Joe Milton is not the guy that uh, we can trust. So I'm, I'm, I'm taking the under as well, under 49. I agree with Nate on this one. I think the, law, the, the high-scoring game we saw last year is not going to be the similar game that we see yeah. this year. The Vols offense is inconsistent. Jalen Milrow, as much as you're talking him up and trust him, I think he has an opportunity sometimes, and the other times he doesn't hit his mark. So he can be just as inconsistent. He's better than as well. Joe Milton. I think we're we're good. Yeah, and I again, I don't know if Tennessee scores a lot in this game. Maybe it's Alabama that scores the points. Alabama's defense at home is a very different story. They have yet to give up over 21 points in a home game, um, other than the Texas game. And since the Texas game, they haven't given up over 21 points. So their defense from the tough start against Texas, I think they've locked everything yeah. down really made sure that they uh, don't do that again with the long plays and the deep shots. So I like their defense to come through and the inconsistency on the uh, Tennessee offensive side is concerning. So I'm going to go under 49 uh, in Alabama, Tennessee. Let's open it up. Other bets we got. Ben and I got something to share. Yeah, we got, we got a favorite bet. That we All have. right. So it's a little, little handshake bet here that we agree on. My arm doesn't yeah. reach out into the camera. Sorry. Uh, uh, we're taking, yeah, Ben and I are taking Rutgers minus four and a half. Now, Ben's alma mater, alma mater, sorry, is horrible run defense. Horrible. 95th in the country. And they're going up against the guy that I fell in love with last week, even though Rutgers didn't cover. Kyle, I'm going to butcher this. Money. We'll bleep it <laughs> out. It's guy. Um, he's a dog. Sorry for butchering your name, but he is an absolute dog. Last week, he had a four, four, 148 rushing yards against Michigan State, who has a great run defense. The kid has patience and doesn't stop moving his feet. And that is how Rutgers is going to win this game and cover against this horrible team. Ben, please tell me more about this horrible team that is the Hoosiers. 
Well, you gave the Rutgers side. I'm going to give the against the Indiana side. And the fact of the matter is Indiana is bad. They, they stink. And I've told people in group chats and people who I know that go to Indiana, we've talked about this. They're essentially an FCS team at this point. They don't know who their quarterback is through six, seven weeks. They've had a quarterback competition in the last three or four games. And even after this game last week against Michigan, Tom Allen comes out and says, we still don't know who our main starting quarterback should be. So the team is in shambles when you don't even know who your quarterback is going to be through more than halfway towards the season. That is a team I want to fade into oblivion. And even if they're at home, this is the first time Rutgers has been more than a three-point favorite on the road, which I think tells you how bad Indiana truly is. Their defense can come up big in certain situations and not others. It's more their offense is just not going to score against Rutgers. I just don't see how they do it unless they magically figured it out the week after getting beaten to the barn by Michigan. I just don't see it. Indiana is bad, and I'm going to fade them consistently. The I also just love a team that loves to cover. Yeah. Indiana, 92nd All right, all right. that's enough. That's no, enough. no, no, no. Indiana enough sucks. In, <laughs> enough Indiana football talk. This is painful. Come on. We're losing viewers as we speak. Yeah, let's that's go. true. Sorry about that. All right, let's talk about our real Big Ten teams, Minnesota oh. and Iowa. <laughs> and we're taking Minnesota plus three and a half. I cannot believe this line opened Minnesota plus six with a total of 31. Easy. Just pick the underdog in a game where, you know, the – the favorite might only score 13 points or something. So I like Minnesota plus three and a half, even though it's dropped a little bit. It's a Minnesota off a bye, playing an Iowa team, playing their eighth straight game. The Iowa offense is a complete mess. Deacon Hill has completed 12 passes total <laughs> over two games, six apiece against Purdue and Wisconsin. But Iowa won the game because that's what Iowa does. But I do have concern even more about Iowa's offense because star tight end Eric All who is a transfer from Michigan, with who came over with Kane McNamara, is out for this game. I can really see Iowa winning by one or two points in a game where points are going to be at a premium. But give me Minnesota get, getting over a field goal. Golden Gophers plus three. Hey, Iowa's not scoring 25 points? Look at this. This is, this is a perfect little transition Here. to our guy Monty for his Iowa bet of the week, Monty. Hello. Here we are. <laughs> three and four. How are you? <laughs> Are you making it? You're making a comeback, sort of. We're back on the winning streak. You know? yeah. Let's go. I'm going with another SGP. No size this week. You know, we beat Wisconsin. Team I want to beat more than anybody else. So deal with that, stupid Badgers. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so SGP Iowa money line, all total under 38 and a half. Buy me some cushion there, just in case something crazy happens. And Lashawn Williams, 50 plus rushing yards, went off against Wisconsin, almost 200 yards. Got the only touchdown in that game. Iowa's defense continues to be pretty legit. Top 10 in uh, both those categories there on your screen. Yards per play allowed and points per game allowed. And then Minnesota's run defense doesn't seem to be very good. Uh, 98th that does not in the country, good. allowing almost four and a half yards of carry. I think they're going to get it done. LaShawn is uh, now the starting running back, even though they're back healthy with Caleb Johnson and Jazz Patterson. Uh, but LaShawn has been so good this season, he's back as the number one starter. So... I think he'll get 50 yards. His player prop was around 70, so I, I'm getting a little cushion there. Should be easy. Look at that. Easy win. Two, two, two wins in a row. You're not, you're not taking your quarterback over? Are you gonna, there we yeah, go. You're in case anyone's wondering, Deacon Hill's line right now uh, is 99 and a half passing yards, and I would still <laughs> take the under. Just saying. You would still take the you under? You have to. You can't trust it. him. Like, let's say 12, 12 completions in the last two, yeah. two weeks. Not good. Not. All right, I like it. Well, Monty's going to go for 500, and I really respect that, and I think he's going to get his units back. And then we're going to end the season. Monty's no more losing. 
I think. Well, it's an Iowa bye last week, so he'll have a, a nice time to reset before the next last four games of the season. Yeah, this is going to be good. All right, the show's just starting. We got our NFL bets coming up next, and I think we talked about Rutgers, Indiana, more than Penn State, Ohio State. But We're I got more on more. Penn State. More. Yeah. yeah, we can, but I got more Penn State in the best bet section. That's all coming up next. Stadium bets on Stadium. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Stadium Bets on Stadium. You can follow us on Twitter or X at Stadium Bets. We got Colby. We got Nate. I'm Ben. And Monty, producer extraordinaire. Guys, let's go to the NFL. We talk college football. We have to talk some NFL now, some fun games, a really fun Sunday night football game that we'll get to in a second. But let's start with the first prime matchup that we want to highlight, and that is Lions at the Ravens. Ravens minus three. Total is 42 have some bets for this one, Nate, though. The weather has been a bit of a factor. Yeah, and that weather is going to keep me off this game. No bet for me on Lions-Ravens. I thought the Lions at plus three could have been a nice value bet, but because of the weather and Jared Goff's struggles in that bad weather is the wind that's going to be forecasted in Baltimore on Sunday. I don't really want it part of Detroit. And then on the other side, Ravens, I, I, their offense just doesn't seem right. I, I know that any game now they could break out because they are getting to the red zone. They're just not finishing drives. So it could happen this game. I just don't want to trust it, especially if there's wind involved against a very formidable Detroit team. So no bet for me, but I know you guys like a side, so maybe you can talk me into something. Yeah, man, I think that's a, I think that's what we're going to try to do. Mr. No Bet over here. Are you Mr. Bet? Monty, do I have a bet? Cue it up. Do I have a bet? Cue it up. Oh, that's right. It's Lions. Woo, Come on now. look at Come that. On. Don't play with me. The, Detroit. Lamar Jackson and the Ravens have not impressed me one bit this season. Outside of, I don't know, they beat the Browns. Cool. Cool. The Lions' only concerning loss is a letdown spot after they beat Kansas City in week one. I think this is a more complete team than Baltimore. I think they're legit. I think they're for real. And I think these boys are going to come after some kneecaps and rip them off. Benjamin. Yeah, I, uh, whatever Colby said, I 100% agree with that. I think I, I do think this is like one of the least sharp plays that we've ever had, that I've ever had on the show, because honestly, my take for this, I just think the Lions are a better team. Oh. And the weather, I do worry about Jared Goff a little bit, but if you're going to give me three points with the Lions, I'm going to take it. The Ravens have been very up and down betting-wise for me, and I usually like to take the Ravens when they're underdogs and kind of try to stay away when they're favorites, maybe them being at home, I don't know, after London and everything. I'll take the Lions with the points in a game like this where it might be low scoring, the weather might be a factor. If there's not going to be a lot, give me the team with the points. Rawr. There we go. That's a lion sound. All right, we'll move to the, uh, the biggest game of the weekend in the NFL. Dolphins-Eagles, Sunday night football, two of the higher-powered offenses in the league, two of the best teams in the league. Eagles, minus two. 52 is the total. Nate. Yeah, Eagles minus two. I think we're getting Philly at a discount off a really bad loss to the Jets. They really controlled that game, but four turnovers, including one in the final two minutes, really cost them the game. If they win that game, I think this spreads a little bit different. Maybe Eagles minus three. Although I will say the Eagles injury report pretty ugly after what they suffered against the Jets. Lane Johnson goes down, leaves the game. Three defensive backs leave the game, and they were already without Darius Slay, so that could be worrisome against the Dolphins' offense, obviously. But if they can get some of those guys back, and I can get the Eagles minus two and a half or better, I'll be on Philly Sunday night. Sir? I like that pick, Nate. But I'm taking the Dolphins' team total under at 25 and a half. You know me. I'm, I'm, I'm sicko for these. Uh, last week... I got I got screwed because Jalen Hurts threw a pick to the Jets, and then the Jets went over on their total. This week, the Dolphins are going up against their first legit defense. Like 
you can you count the uh, Buffalo? I guess, but they went off on the pa- Patriots, the Broncos, the Giants, and the Panthers. Wow, real competition over there. The Eagles also allow twenty points per game, which is under that last time I checked. So that's why I'm riding with it. Give me the under. I like the under, just in a more broader sense. The total safer under way. the safer way. The under the under fifty two. That's a bet I've already made and. The way I look at it is I think the way that we handicap the Dolphins-Patriots game, where I think teams that are facing the Dolphins kind of know that you're not going to win a shootout with them. So what you're going to try to do is just run as much clock as you can, keep the possession time in your favor as much as you can, which requires just chewing clock as much as you can. And I think that's maybe what the Eagles are going to try to do, especially with injuries on their defense. They know that if they give that ball up, they're going to be in a world of hurt with how good this Dolphins offense is. So they may try to chew a bit more clock in that Dolphins-Patriots game that went under. So I'm going to go the under 52 here. I think it's a little bit high. I mean, I would probably take it down to 49 and a half even. If it, if it can go that low, I'd take the, to the under for that point. So down under, huh? I like it. Yeah, yeah maybe we can under. all win. Cause, you know, yeah. It's possible all three could win here. Yeah, I would love that. Three different bets. I love you too. Okay, we're going to go and open the board for the NFL bets. Pick any game, boys. What do you like in the NFL? Yeah, I wanted this to be one of the marquee games, so I'm just going to give it out at any You're other so NFL Week this. 7 bets. Happy. Chargers, Woo. plus 5.5 against the Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, the Chargers, what do we know about them? They tend to play close games, and in the last two years, they've played the Chiefs close. Last year, they lost the Chiefs both times by three points, games they definitely could have won. And then two years ago, they split, winning in Kansas City. So I really think that the Chargers, as an underdog, on the road where they don't have to worry about being at home and having, you know, people root against them in their home building <laughs> is an advantage here. And the yeah. Chiefs offense just not as explosive as we're used to seeing, as we know, Travis Kelsey not hundred percent and those receivers for Kansas City not playing up to their potential so far. So hanging out with T Swift. Gonna too. fade up. Yeah, exactly. Fading Patrick Mahomes here in the Chiefs at home. I wanted plus six if the after the cow or the Chargers lost to the Cowboys, but I'll take five and a half. I did play this down to four and a half. Not your bro- older brother's Chargers, Nate. Come on. LT's not, <laughs> Actually, LT's I think they not are. playing they've in that been game. The, they've been the same team for like yeah, eight years. Yeah, they got worse. Brandon Staley special All right, here. So I'm taking another team total. Whoa, you look at that? We're taking Green Bay's over at 22.5 against the Broncos. The Broncos, our favorite team on the show. At least it's mine. They're Ugh. dead last in points allowed per game this season with 33.3. Last time I checked, that's I like over. That. Uh, yeah. Green Bay averages 22.6 points a game. Last time I checked, that's the over. Um, take out the you're, Dolphins. You're doing a lot of checking. Yeah, yeah check that. Well, the, if you take out the Dolphins game against the, um, they've gone over this. Ooh, sorry, against the, the sorry, the Broncos. You take out the Here Dolphins game. They've gone over this three of their five games. Last time I checked. I hate to have to root for the Packers though. <laughs> yeah, you love to. It just is so gross. I liked it. It's fair. I'm going to go under in the uh, Steelers-Rams game, uh, mostly because the Rams, I I don't know what their offense is going to look like down to their third string running back, and you did bring up the good point when we were talking, they may pass more, but if they pass more, maybe the Steelers are going to be less worn down on their defensive line, meaning they're going to pressure Stafford a little bit more. I like the under this number, as long as it stays around the 44, 43 and a half number. Um, I think the Rams D line can dominate the Steelers and I think the Steelers D line can get to Matt Stafford. So I really like the defensive line for both these teams. I think they're going to make the quarterbacks run out of the pocket a lot and struggle throwing the ball. Give me the under 44 in that game. We got best bets dress up as dogs. Talk coming up next on stadium. Bets. 
Welcome back to Stadium Bets. We're all looking real fresh, so that means time for underdogs and our best bets. We'll start with the underdog section. Favorite. Nate, I'm wearing the ears for the underdog. Who do you like? What's a, what's a money line underdog you like this week? Yeah, give me Hugh Freeze in Auburn against the school that he committed NCAA infractions against. <laughs> his, his first appearance against Auburn. <laughs> if I get to Ole Miss, playing it for Auburn. Uh, I just don't believe in Ole Miss, and they're off a bye. I could see them maybe not taking the bye week too seriously because they're not really a bundled-up program. And Auburn did get blown out last week against LSU, but they have shown that they play better at home. They almost knocked off Georgia a few weeks ago. So I think Auburn keeps keeps it close here. I took plus seven with the Tigers. I wouldn't be surprised if they won outright. I think Kibbutz right. will lose his job if they lose that game. Yeah, you're in the baker's hat. What are you? What are you cooking? I'm making uh, the old Lions money line. I already said before. I don't trust Lamar. I don't trust the Ravens. They're not good in my eyes. Lions kneecaps nibble them. I like it. And I already mentioned the under in Steelers Rams. I like the Steelers money line. Mike Tomlin off a bye. Hard to bet against him. His numbers are really good. And again, I think the Steelers defense getting a little healthier. Uh, maybe Kenny Pickett will get Deontay Johnson back, and that'll improve the offense. Steelers money line off a bye. I love it. Let's do that. And now we got our best bets. Yep. Best bets. And we're going back to the game we talked about at the top, Penn State, Ohio State. I'm going under 45 and a half. I know this totals come down a lot. I really just like both defenses on both sides more than their offenses. I really don't trust Kyle McCord, Ohio State's quarterback. has really kind of struggled this year. And this Ohio State offense has multiple injuries. Maybe they get those guys back, but are probably not going to be playing at 100%. And then I will say something nice about Ohio State. Their defense, you don't have to. Pretty strong. Jim Knowles, second year, that yeah. unit has taken a big leap, and Drew Aller hasn't really proven anything this season. So I do I like Penn State in the game, but I will use under as my best bet, under 45 on Saturday. Best bet, baby. Oh, boys, I'm doing it once again. Washington, last week, stormed the field. Yeah, Michael Penix Jr. cried on national television. I took the photo of his tear. I sent it to you guys. I said it happened. We're taking Arizona <laughs> State plus 27 and a half. Arizona State, terrible. Yes, they are terrible. But they're 42nd in total defense, 32nd in sacks, 37th in opponents, red zone conversion. Just lose by 25, please. 25. That's not much. Yeah. It's a lot, though. Somewhere on my phone, there's a picture of Michael Penix crying, and it's because. Oh, I was right there. I was nose to nose of the TV. (laughs) I was like, give me that tear. Give me it. I love it. All right. I have uh, more on the Penn State game, and I said that we're going to have more. I have more. Penn State plus four and a half. Best bet of the weekend for me. I think this is the James Franklin team. This is the yes. team he's been working yes. so hard to build. He's got the lines, both offensive, both defensive. He's got the quarterback that he likes. He's got the defense that he likes. And it's all going to culminate in a big road win against Ohio State. I have two futures on this game, and the Penn State win total over and the Ohio State win total under. I like Penn State plus four and a half. I like them to win, too, if you want to bet the money line. This is the James Franklin team yeah, we've all been waiting for. for James Franklin. This is it. This is it. This is the biggest game. He has everyone that he wants. He has the lines to finally match up against Ohio State. I think we're in. And with that, good luck to everybody. You can find us at Stadium Bets on Twitter. Nate's got his articles for Colby, Nate, Ben, and Monty. We'll see you. <laughs>